Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. We take it to the high seas as we review the animated movie The Sea Bees. Football Soul Netflix is a show. That's the show. This one right here. We go deep into the archives of the world's largest streamer. Look at some original programming. But if you're listening to this, you're like, wow, this is great. I want to see what a working comedian Flobo Voice thinks about the comedy specials. Well, we do an extra bonus episode every month over at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Flobo Voice. We call it the Boisterous Crew. We get to sit back and really go into these comedy specials. But this is about an animated film called The Sea Bees. I want to say before we get into the nitty-gritty of it all, thank you so much for checking out the show all around the world. We're talking Africa, we're talking Oceania, we're talking Asia, and more. Now, this has actually been a, a movie that was on my queue for a while, and I decided to check it out today. This one stars Carl Urban's animated movie that just really has its same old uh, post-Pixar Disney formula, but the twist is... We're on the high seas at a very indeterminate time period. I guess I'm assuming the age of exploration just by costumes and all that, but the cast is pretty much diverse. I'm not really sure if it takes place in a real place or completely fictional uh, about these hunters, these like, you know, seafaring individuals that I mean kind of akin to pirate culture, but no one's really private. No one's really a pirate, kind of a privateer, but instead of getting buried treasure, taking out creatures of the beast cryptozoology if you will and the creatures themselves kind of a cross between uh what you read in lovecraft but smoothed out like those dragons from how to train your dragons and in fact a lot of the things from this movie come from other things whether the art style is smooth like a dreamworks uh kind of film or one of those things with the dreamwork animated for series or the characters and how they relate to each other is very Disney. And I had to go look this up because the Disney formula is pretty present in this, even though this isn't a Disney film. Uh, written directed by Chris Williams, who uh, has story credits for Moana, Mulan, and Bolt, and directed Big Hero 6. So that's where I realized uh, going into it. Now, uh, the animation style... A little bit uh, difficult to get used to at first for me for the actual human models. I mean, that's things are kind of too smooth. There's some detail, but not crazy uh, amounts of details. But the environment was something really rad. And I thought that the, the size and scale of being on the pirate ships and yo-ho-hoing and bottle of rumming and all that stuff was grand to say the least. And uh, I think even though the movie is about two a two-hour runtime, it kind of peters out to the end. I don't think peters out as much as it feels like we know how it's going to end, and it kind of meanders its way to get there. But I enjoyed the ride uh, being a part of that, being a part of uh, seeing these beasts and why these privateers want to take them down, why the kingdom themselves want to have their own uh force a navy to take them down as well and the interactions between characters uh imdb has it listed as 7.1 and rotten tomatoes is about 94 percent, which is interesting because that's the way i really look at the readings uh, imdb tends to be more conservative rotten tomatoes tends to rave a bit the last couple episodes of this show feel like those flip-flops but imdb says 7.1 rotten tomatoes 94 percent. here are some basic feelings when I flicked on the movie, I the first minute or so, I was hooked. The first half an hour, 45 minutes, I was in it. I was rocking and rolling. There's a single-placed song to this. I wouldn't really call it a musical, but I totally got it. Uh, I do think that because we know what was going to happen, 
Uh, we've seen this formula before. There is a boogeyman type character. Our heroes go out to dispatch the boogeyman character. And it turns out the boogeyman character has her own backstory, their own needs and all wants. And we all learn tolerance in the end. Uh, that's the only reason why I think it should have been a bit quicker uh, than the actual runtime for this one. But for two hours, it's a good thing to put down in front of kids uh, so while well, you get some things done. There are some scenes that are pretty intense. Uh, we're seeing implied alcohol consumption. We're seeing uh, implied murder. Uh, we're seeing uh, damage, some blood of uh, some scenes. So I would probably wouldn't give this in front of your three, four, five-year-olds. But if your kid is a six and mature, six through 10, maybe, or probably enjoy this one. Maybe 10 might be a little too much on the old side uh, for what it was. So I can't complain. It held my interest. I was, I was down with the story. And most importantly, on the adult side of things, I love the the accident character work. It's a lot of the actors were doing this uh, pirate mixed with classic British, mixed with received British, some flares of Australian kind of proto accent, which kind of make things the theme a bit more real, even though pretty much everything about this is fictional. The island's location, the kind of people, the makeup of the people uh, was it. For me, though, uh, that first main character was pretty rad. I, I really thought that was pretty nice. And our plucky hero, Maisie, uh, was definitely going to be a princess for a new uh, generation. Sarah Sharp was the first mate's name, so I have to give props for that, the, uh, the character. So um, I really thought uh, for what We've seen before in this genre, all the things that have been laid out. It is technically derivative, but I enjoyed the ride. I just wish it was there it was a little bit quicker. I wish it was there in an hour and 40 minutes or so to make sure everything was as tight as it possibly uh, could be. But the color palette was great. The adventure was great. The, the accent work was great. Carl Urban is always great. If you haven't seen The Boys, which is a totally different property on Amazon, maybe shoot an Amazon podcast. That's cool, too. IMDb 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes is 94%. This guy, I'm giving it an 8. This is a C beast. I'm giving 8 out of 10. Enjoyed it top to bottom. Nothing really bad to say about it. You might enjoy it of all ages. And there was one uh, moment, won't give it away, where I actually had a laugh out loud moment. Uh, it doesn't really happen in films like this anymore. That does it for me. If there's anything you want me to review on the Netflix platform, you let me know. But until then, as always, this is Flobo Saw It on Netflix. <laughs>